Hi, my name is Dr. Patricia Morogami. Welcome to your next best self. I know you might be wondering, who's this Dr. Patricia Morogami? Well, I'm a leadership catalyst, a leadership coach, an educator on matters to do with life, leadership, love, and legacy. And I hope that as you start to listen in and practice some of the leadership insights we'll be sharing here, you'll begin to see your next best self. Welcome back to your next best self podcast with me, Dr. Patricia Morugami. We're still in the season of International Women's Day. And I really want to talk today about the idea of feminine genius. I am proud of being a woman. I'm proud of being an African young woman. I'm proud and I'm so thankful that I was created by God to be a woman. And it sounds very basic for me to be saying this, but I think many, many times I have met people who actually do not appreciate themselves. They do not appreciate who they were created as and who they were created to become. And so today I want to talk to women at work in workplaces that sometimes make them feel like they should be masculine, workspaces where they feel invisible, workspaces where their ideas are not heard, workspaces where it's as if you weren't there. Mm, Your contribution doesn't matter. I want to encourage you that your contribution matters. And because I've worked in multiple spaces, both as an employee, but also in terms of consulting and advising, I have had a wide berth of experiences and I have watched and seen and also experienced them myself. The whole idea of being biased against, the whole idea of feeling invisible, the whole idea and reality of people just don't hear you and they're trying to push you to become someone you're not. So I remember one time when I was being told in one one space that, oh, you know, you're so gentle, you can never lead, you can never do anything that's really impactful, you need to become rough and tough. And I was young, and so I tried foolishly to be rough and tough, but that's just not me. And what I realized is that when you try and be who you are not, it always backfires. It never works. First and foremost, there's so much internal conflict. Secondly, you end up really showing up as someone who you're not. Thirdly, you don't even get the results you are trying to get. So I learned that lesson painfully earlier on in my life. And I just don't want any of you to do the same thing. I keep saying, if you have a chance to learn from other people's mistakes, why not? Just learn. Learn from those mistakes. And so the idea of feminine genius, hmm? feminine genius, and there's no way I can speak about feminine genius without quoting some of the mentors that I have followed over the years. And one of them who really brought this idea to the fore is St. Pope John Paul II. When he wrote this letter to women, in 1995, where were you in 1995? Mm, I know some of you are probably not born. And, and I really want to talk about this because I find so many young and even older women are constantly trying to become men. I remember one older lady telling us how when she served on a board, she had to wear black um, trouser suit. She couldn't even wear perfume. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I didn't want to seem as if I was a woman, as if she, she wasn't a woman, you know? 
as if she wasn't feminine. So she was trying to reduce her femininity to look like the boys club. And that doesn't help. So finally, I remember um, later on, we had a conversation with her and I was telling her, I, I really think I'm happy to give you, you know, a complimentary coaching session because you're so senior. You have such an impact on so many people that if you just shift the way you see that bias and actually overcome it, you're likely to change the entire dynamic on that board. So we had a coaching session and, and I remember telling her, you know, do you feel like you're really contributing when you walk in there, uh, guns blazing, looking like a man, feel, trying to feel like a man, and actually you're not? And she said, no, in fact, I feel so uncomfortable and I'm not able to even put across. And yet this was a seasoned senior leader worth her salt and worth her seat at the table. And so we went through, where did this all start from? And she said, you know, it's an old boys club. I'm one of the first women to be getting onto such a board. I'm really struggling because... They're constantly asking me to serve tea, to do all sorts of things that really are not what brought me to the board. I'm happy to serve tea to my husband at home, but here at the board, I'm here to bring my intellectual strengths, insights, experiences, so that this organization can go much farther than it has. After all, first and foremost, it's even a, a consumer um, business where its products are really consumed by women. I just don't understand how I'm the only woman on the board, the board of 10 people, and I'm the only woman. So really, I know that my mission is carved out, but the odds have been so, so hard, so, so steeped up against me. So I just chose to just go with the flow. So we started exploring what, it, what would it mean to be authentic, to be really truly feminine, to bring your feminine genius to the table. And she's like, Dr. Pat, first of all, I didn't even know there's anything like feminine genius. I always felt like as women, we are second rate, we're second hand, we're second everything. And I'm like, absolutely not. And so I asked her, when are you really at your best? She's like, when I show up as myself, when I show up, you know, as, as really who I am, an African woman, an African professional who's ready to really bring ideas to the table. And, and my experiences really matter, as she told me. And I was asking her, look at your experiences at home in your professional day job. All those count in terms of bringing in the insights that you're going to bring to the table at the board. So we agreed on a plan of action. And so we meet a couple of weeks later and she comes and tells me, oh my goodness, Dr. Pat, you're a genius. I said, no, 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 I'm not a genius, but well, thank you. And she says, do you know, I decided to go to the board with my, my bright colors. You know, I love bright colors. I even wore a, you know, a jacket with a flower on it. Of course, I wore my perfume. I don't even know what I was thinking. I wore my pearls. I walked into the boardroom with confidence, knowing that I am representing a whole era of women who don't have access to the board. How can I let them down? And as I walked in, first of all, I could just see the way the gentlemen were like, Allah, who is this? And then she walked in with confidence. Good morning, gentlemen. Took her seat at the table instead of trying to sit far off from the, you know, kind of the center of power. And she had studied her board pack. She knew her points. And then she, first of all, they were all just shocked. And she just looked past that and said, you know what? I'm here as a professional. Yes, I'm a woman, but I'm here also as a professional. So let's get on with the business of the day. No one asked her to serve them tea. No one berated her. They were just stunned at how professional she was, but also how feminine she was and how confident she was in being who she was created as. What's the lesson to all of us? 
the lesson for all of us, women, young or old, in Africa and beyond, is embrace the fact that God who made you, made you woman. And, and I really must quote um, this idea of St. Pope John Paul II, who introduced the feminine genius. And in today's podcast, I'm just going to highlight a couple of ideas because, you know, he was uh, a pope who was way ahead of his time. And he wrote this letter on the eve of the Fourth World Conference on Women, to, which was to be held in Beijing um, that September in 1995. And what he did is he expressed appreciation to the United Nations yeah, for having sponsored this event. And he wanted to then weigh in and share his insights on how he viewed women and how, because he represented the Catholic Church, how the Catholic Church had also evolved and was seeing women in a better light, in a brighter light, in a light that actually showed a lot of appreciation to women. He starts by saying something fascinating. Thank you, women who are mothers. You have sheltered human beings within yourself in a unique experience of joy and travail. This experience makes you become God's own smile upon the newborn child, the one who guides your child's first steps, who helps that child grow, who's the anchor of that child along the child's journey of life. Mm? I want to focus today on feminine genius addressed to mothers. I read a quote the other day that kind of brought tears to my eyes and... You know, I, I just thought to myself how how genuine and how it really stood out for me in terms of exactly what many mothers feel in this world, yeah? And, and many mothers feel that they are really stretched. And, and this quote said, women are expected to work like they don't have children and raise children as if they don't have work. And I just want to send hugs and the embrace of embrace equity to every woman who really feels like she's been measured by impossible standards that somehow she doesn't seem to be meeting. And when you think about um, women who are mothers and, and I think raising children is by far the most meaningful, also the most intense also the most difficult, also the most joy-bringing uh, assignment that, you know, any woman can have. Whether it's a woman who's a mother from the womb, mother from the heart, godmother, auntie who takes her role so seriously like she's a mother. I think any woman who's playing a motherhood role seriously and intensely and intentionally, must go through this tug of war of feeling as if, am I doing my best? I want to just say that um, from my own experience, that um, it takes a village to bring up a child. Any challenges you may be facing in just parenting and at the same time struggling with work, there is someone somewhere who can help you navigate that journey. But I also want to encourage you that you already know deep inside yourself Deep inside yourself, you know your truth. You know what it is that this child needs. Sometimes it's just the world's expectations about what we should be doing that cloud our minds and our insights. 
But if you take time to you, the mother who's listening to this, to reflect, to pray, to think, what is it that I can do a little differently? Who can I seek help from? Which book can I read? As you know, I'm reading 100 books this year. And to tell you the truth, I think um, out of the 15, 16 I've read, possibly 50% of them are about parenting, about really engaging with our children, praying for our children, guiding our children, mentoring our children, creating an atmosphere at home that really endures in such a way that family members can grow and truly become their next best selves. So as opposed to just reading about our careers, maybe it's time uh, we took our feminine genius, those insights that we already have that come with being a woman. And, and instead of being feminist negatively, or oh, still behaving like a man, let's choose to embrace equity by today embracing our femininity. You don't have to be a man if you're a woman, you do not have to be a man to truly make a difference. Embrace who you are and bring that feminine genius to the table and see how things start to shift. I dare say you're probably going to get some resistance. Don't worry. Don't worry. Take it from me. By truly being feminine, that's who you are created to be. That's our authentic voice. Get comfortable in your skin. Get comfortable in sharing your ideas. And remember, you only find your voice by using your voice. I wish each and every woman who's listening to this and the men who are listening to this, I want to honor you because for you to be listening to this, you're already a man of character. I hope you can share this, subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever we are on 11 podcast platforms. And I just want to encourage you to share this with any woman who just needs to remember she has feminine genius in her and she doesn't need to feel as if she doesn't count. You count. Each and every woman counts just by being a woman. Embrace that feminine genius and see how the world will rise from your example. Thank you so much for paying attention, for allowing me to help you influence how you think and how you work. I hope you're going to join us in Rice School for our Early Risers program for young managers, graduate management trainees who are struggling with navigating the world of leadership. You could be excellent technically, but your leadership skills could be the ones letting you down from growing. Join us on riseschool.academy and just see what it is that you can learn from us because we're here for you and we're here to help you become your next best self. <laughs>